0: that you're watching today with Marilyn and Sarah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know your time is valuable and we love to get to minister and hang out with you and really help you connect with God, the power of the Word, and the anointing for transformation in your life. And if you're a partner watching today, thank you. Thank you so much. We are grateful for you every day because you help us cover the earth with the Word. So thank you again and again for being our partners, and I have a really encouraging testimony. This is from Jody in Iowa, and we prayed for her because she had been accused of doing something wrong on her job. But after receiving prayer, she was since vindicated in two days' time, and God turned it around for her benefit. So I just encourage you, God has answers uh, to your prayer requests, so hop on the phone get on the website. He's got some amazing things. God has amazing things for each of us, Mom.
1: And Sarah, our guest today, oh, You will love our guest. Winning the battle for your mind. Any of you ever have trouble with your thinking? For your will? Any of you ever have trouble surrendering your will? And your emotions. Did you ever feel like, I'm just going to have an emotional breakdown? This will help you so much. And Robert Hodgkin is our guest. His book, Winning the Battle, Not Losing It. Don't just look at your mind, your emotions, and you know, your will, I'm going to lose. No, you're not going to lose. This is a book, and this is a guest who will help you to see yourself as a winner. And some of you, you're really down on yourself. You're going to be up on what God has for you today. So watch, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, and receive what God has in this message for you. So, you know, don't say... Well, it will work for somebody else. It won't work for me. Honey, it's going to work for you today.
2: Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect everyone with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarabowling.org or call us at
1: 800-627-1995. Would you like your day transformed? I want to get up every morning and I think, yeah, transform my day. Well, the guest we have today, who is so wonderful, Robert Hoschkin, has written a book, Winning the Battle for Your Mind, Your Will, and Your Emotions. We want every day to win the battle. I always say, the game is not over till I win. (laughs) I am a winner. That's what God says, thanks be unto God, who always leads us to triumph in Christ, and through us, diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Do you know there's winning perfume? (laughs) I want to always smell like a winner, and I know you do, too. Now, Robert, your book, Winning the Battle for Your Mind, Will, and Emotions, will keep them smelling like a winner. (laughs) Isn't that true? It's
3: absolutely right. I love that.
1: Sarah and I are so happy you're with us.
3: Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
1: We believe you are going to share how you won the battle, and how this overflows to other people.
3: Absolutely. God
1: never does things just for us. He wants us to overflow, overflow on us today.
3: Everything he does to us, he wants to do through us.
0: Exactly,
1: yeah. Everything I he love does for that.
3: us, he wants us to share with those around us. You bet. That's right, yeah.
0: So here's a question, and, that, and this is me being blunt. So, Good. Um, what qualifies you to write this book?
3: It's a great question. Um, <laughs> I had a, a decade plus battle that I often wasn't winning, that the Lord would show up on a regular basis and meet me where I was and mentor me in how to step into the place of victory. And to be honest with you guys and you viewers, he had to do it over and over and over again. Because with those long battles, we, we get to re-win the battle for our mind, will, emotions over and over and over again. Every battle is ultimately a battle for the soul. Because the soul is where we make the decision of what we truly believe. The soul is where we choose to believe eternal truth over temporary circumstances. And through that, the substance of our faith establishes that eternal truth in our life and through our life in the earth. So ultimately, it's always a battle for our mind, will, and emotions. And when we understand it, we don't get a lot of teaching. We get teaching on the healing of the soul, which is important. But we don't often get a lot of teaching on the power of the soul. And uh, the Apostle Paul said, may you prosper and be... I'm sorry, John said, may you prosper and be in health yes. as your soul prospers. And actually, that word prosper in the Greek can be translated to succeed or win. May you win... And see all the blessings of God as you win and succeed in the battle for the mind, will, and emotions.
0: Mm-hmm. Battle for
1: your soul.
3: Yeah. It's a battle for the soul. Mm-hmm.
1: So this book helps you win the battle. Absolutely. The battle's out there. It, do we recognize yes. we're in a battle? Yes. But how do we win it? God's will is for you to win.
3: That's right. Right? That's right. Yep. Yep.
0: One of the things you point out in here, and it's uh, like in chapter, the very first chapter, it talks about original plans. Yes. And and what does that mean, original plan, and how does that relate to a battle and winning a battle?
3: That's a great question. Um, I had an encounter with God where, um, and I had had started in the book and was telling some of the story of how he helped me win this long-term battle and see fruit from it. And I had an encounter with God where I was actually driving my Jeep. He came into the Jeep, filled the Jeep with his presence, and he took me, while I was driving, he took me into Genesis 1. And he showed me something I'd never noticed before. Now, his original plan has been since day six to have a people in the earth who were in relationship with him who were his representatives, quite literally, representing him to all creation. That's verses 26 through 28 of Genesis 1, where he says, let us make man in our image, male and female, he made them in his image. But what he showed me was the first 25 verses, God brings forth creation. And he showed me that's not only a history lesson, but that he's operating now. I'm gonna open a big theological can of worms. I'll let you clean up with your your (laughs) viewers. Go for it, go for it. I'm gonna talk about the Godhead. Go for it. And the Godhead, we know the Godhead, the Trinity, that our God is three in one. He's three persons, but he's one God. And what he showed me was that, and this is a duh, because of course our God is three in one, that he's a harmonious unity of cooperation. But I don't think we understand the power of that. So what he models for 25 verses is this unity, this harmony of cooperation between the Father speaking, the Word or the Son going forth, and Holy Spirit hovering. That's what's going on in Genesis 1. The Holy Spirit hovers, the Father speaks, and the Word, which we know from John 1, is the Son, goes forth. All of creation is brought forth through this harmony of unity and cooperation. He then immediately places us, declares that we're made in His image, three in one, Then our three in one body, soul, and spirit is nowhere the equal of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, but what we need to see is that we're designed to be a harmony of unity and cooperation where our body, our soul, and our spirit are in agreement with him and with each other and that that's how we're the most effective at stewarding the creation he brought forth. Why this is important is it's so often our soul that gets out of alignment with that. Our born-again spirit saved and is is committed to God, is submitted to God, but it's in our soul where we decide in the midst of the challenges, if we're gonna believe that eternal truth, if we're gonna align with his will, his word, and his way, and when we do choose that in the midst of challenges, that's where we become the most effective. As he taught me in this, I've actually seen the raising of the dead because of this. When when he helped me bring my soul back into alignment, to bring thoughts and emotions back into alignment with the truth of God, in the midst of real and challenging challenges, and realize that there's tests and trials in the world, but to to take courage, to be of good cheer because he has overcome, overcome the world, and bring that back into alignment, and come back into alignment with him, and then steward creation to the point of where I've seen the raising of the dead.
1: Awesome, and that's in your book. It's in
3: the book. It's all in that in the beginning. The raising chapter. of the dead. Yes, mm-hmm. I
1: think that's awesome, and I think you need the book. You know. I don't know how you are, but I'm always reading faith things. You know, of course I'm reading my Bible. I'm meditating on it. But I'm also reading books. And, you know, I travel on planes so much. Books are great. You know, why just sit and look at some silly movie when I can really get something that helps me be victorious? So call us with your prayer request. And, of course, call us and get the books. Notice what I said? Books because you want to pass this on. All of us want to really be winners.
0: Totally good. Totally good. And you know, one of the things I want to ask you about is for in our minds, um, some of us, some of you watching, we struggle with the the accuser. I'm not enough. We struggle with shame. We struggle with condemnation. We struggle with past mistakes right. that haunt and, 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 and play, replay some of that stuff. Yeah. What would you say to help us on that?
3: Number one, be in the word, because the enemy is an accuser. Satan is the accuser, and he's always going to accuse us. He's always going to get us to look at past failures. He's always going to get to try us to focus on current challenges and always get us caught up in fear of the future based on those things. But one of the things that really helps that God showed me is I have the dot anointing. He makes things simple for me. He's the great I am. What that means is God is always great and he's always present tense. He's not the great I was, not the great I will be. So no matter what I've wrestled with, where I've failed, where I've blown it, when I focus on him and the truth of his word, I realize that all of his blessings, all of his promises are present tense because he's always present tense. And by the blood and by his grace, I can always shift into that place, stand in the place of power in him and see those things made manifest. Now. Now. Always present tense. Now. Shifting. Now. That's it. Shifting. It's the shift. mm-hmm.
0: yep. Shifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really important. I know some of you are watching and really struggling with some of those challenges. There's lots of condemnation, lots of shame, lots of uh, like past worries and issues and stuff. I just want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that that reality that I am, the God I am now, is present now. And that revelation speaks into your heart, sets you free sets you free from the lies of the enemy, sets you free from shame, sets you free to live in truth and God's genuine love. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you and of course, when you do that, grab your copy, Winning the Battle for Your Mind, Will and Emotions. I'm telling you, this is a huge resource for you. The other thing I want to really encourage you with is at the end of every chapter, Robert's written these really cool battle keys. And it's not just one key per chapter, it's multiple keys. And these keys are like practical uh, plans and real resourceful tools to give you um, ways and very functional daily, practical, deep in the weeds. How do I do this stuff? And that's very essential for all of us. So I wanna encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website, grab, and here's the deal. I would encourage you, don't just get one. You could do this for a Sunday school class. You could do it for a book club. You could do this uh, in a little group, small group at your house. All kinds of great places and and creative ways to do some community with this book because it's not just for you to walk in victory and have that success, but really your friends, your family, your neighbors, people at church. I'm telling you, this is a powerful resource for you today.
2: All of heaven is available to you right now through the finished work of the cross but often it doesn't look or feel that way. The reason, there is a battle for our mind, will, and emotions that determines the fullness of God's presence and power that we walk in. For your gift of $40 or more, we will send you Winning the Battle for Your Mind, Will, and Emotions by Robert Hodgkin.
3: I want to see you living in the more of God that you've been crying out for.
2: In it, you will discover how and why the enemy attacks, the divine power God has placed within you, how to walk in that power, and much more. We will also send you Marilyn's autobiography, It's Not Over Until You Win, her Mindset for Miracles CD teaching set, and our Emotional Healing Scripture card. And for your gift of $100 or more, we will include the Olivewood Anointing Oil Box. This artfully crafted box contains frankincense, myrrh, and rose of Sharon. Call or click today for this powerful resource. The Jehovah Rapha oil vial with oil prayed over by Marilyn and Sarah. Our exclusive partner CD set, which includes six CDs featuring 12 never before released teachings. The Majesty coffee table book featuring beautiful representations of the names of God and more. If you have a passion to reach the lost and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the word.
0: We're so excited to have Robert Hodgkin with us. And Robert, you know, we're just talking about um, the battle. Jesus had a battle like right out of the gates. And it's kind of weird to think that Jesus like had a battle right what did that I mean what what number one what was it why and what 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 can we learn from that
3: well and the cool thing is we also see that the Holy Spirit led him into the battle which is kind of a mind-blower when you think about it but we all know that when Jesus was launched into his earthly ministry The Father declares over him, he's baptized by John unto all righteousness, in other words, on our behalf, because he was already righteous. He comes up out of the water, the heavens open, and the Father declares, behold my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Holy Spirit descends upon him as a dove, and he's filled with the Holy Spirit, who then leads him into the desert, into a battle, where the enemy comes to tempt him. And just as he was baptized unto all righteousness on our behalf, he undertakes this battle on our behalf. We lost the garden. We lost the place of overlap, heaven and earth, and being in relationship with God because we lost the battle for our mind, will, and emotions. We chose to believe God was withholding something from us, that he was keeping the good thing from us, and that was a lie. He was keeping us from harm. He didn't say don't eat of this fruit because I'm keeping something from you. He said don't eat of this fruit because I'm I'm keeping you from harm. We chose not to believe that, Adam and Eve, all of us. We chose not to believe that, chose our own way. We lost the battle for our mind, will, and emotions and we were excused. We, We kicked ourselves out of the garden. So the first battle Jesus wins is the battle for the mind, will, and emotions on our behalf to put that right. So he goes out into the desert, he's tempted by Satan. What does Satan tempt him? He tempts him to doubt the word. Mm -hmm. If you are a son of God, Mm -hmm. turn these stones to bread. What's the temptation? 40 days without food or water. So Satan's basically coming up and saying, you know, 40 days without food and water, you gotta be pretty hungry and thirsty. Whew, let's get real. Your father's not looking after you. If he was looking after you, you'd have food. You need to rebel, you need to make your own way. You need to look after yourself. You want me to call child protective services? He's not looking after you. Turn those stones to bread, look after yourself. But Jesus refuses the temptation of doubt, of fear. He refuses to let his temporary circumstance, 40 days without food and water, a significant battle, but he refuses to let his temporary circumstance determine his revelation of the goodness of his father. He lets the revelation of the goodness of his father impact his circumstances. He says, devil, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the father's mouth. What were the last words that proceeded from the father's mouth? Behold, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So Jesus is saying, I will not let temporary circumstances impact my revelation of eternal truth. Mm. I am a son. I am loved. Get behind me, Satan. No matter what my father's doing, it's for the good. Even if in the moment I don't understand, which Jesus did, but we don't always. He's saying, I will always... Always believe the eternal truth of my father over my temporary circumstances. That was winning Mm -hmm. the victory for the mind, will, and emotions.
1: say that again? Say that again.
3: He will always let the eternal truth of his father's word uh, believe that over temporary circumstances, which the devil was highlighting to get him to doubt, to get him to rebel, to get him to lose the battle for the mind, will, and emotions. But Holy Spirit led him to the desert to win that battle on our behalf because it's how we lost the garden. And Jesus we're supposed to win.
1: Yes. We're supposed to win, and that's in your book.
3: And we can step into that victory because he won it for us. That's right. Yeah,
1: winning the battle for your mind, will, and emotions. I mean, this could transform your life. Yes, yes. I mean, this, this could put you in a winning place where you feel you're in a losing place. You need to get the book. You need to call us and leave your prayer request. You need to see yourself as a winner. That's how God sees you.
0: The other thing too, you might be watching and you're having temporary circumstances. Robert, when you talk about temporary circumstances, Get, get practical. Yeah. What does that look like? What, what does that mean to us?
3: Yeah, that means that it's another month where there's, there, there's not enough money in the checkbook. There's another month where it's one argument after another with the spouse. It's the, the enemy's always going to focus us on those things. It's another month where the prodigal's got his, the needle in his arm as opposed to confessing the truth of God's word. Those things are real. And I do not make light of anything you're going through. Those are real circumstances. And you could be listening to this and going, well, Robert, you don't know what I've been through. And you're right, I don't. And I have great compassion for what you're going through, but I also have a great desire to help you step into victory because those situations are real. The the financial situations, the health challenges, the prodigals, the relationship challenges, they're real, they're facts, but facts do change. Eternal truth doesn't. The challenge is, and when the Apostle Paul said these light and momentary afflictions are nothing compared to the eternal weight of glory that will be revealed... So often, the situations don't feel light and don't seem momentary. Mine was over 12 years. It didn't seem light. It didn't seem momentary. But God showed me these keys of how to live in victory and see everything come made manifest, and he'll do the same for you.
0: It's really good. And you might be watching and saying, look, I'm just having a hard time. We want to pray for you. Hop on the phone, get on the website. It can be any kind of of hardship that you're going through. You might have some depression issues going on, emotional issues inside. You might have some relationship struggles. You might have some job conflicts that are just, can't seem to get over it. You might have some financial issues, some health issues, but we want to pray for you no matter what. We love to pray for you and we see God do miracles. So hop on the phone, get on the website, and of course, grab your copy, Winning the Battle for Your Mind, Will, and Emotions. You're like, well, I don't need it. But I guarantee you, <laughs> you know, a couple people who do, yeah. hello. <laughs> so grab this copy. It'll be really, really helpful to you. And, you know, when, when we, we start to see some victories, right? Right. But then sometimes we have a little bit of a setback. What yeah. would you say to us when we see, like, oh, hey, I thought I was, and then boom, it's like you just drop. What, what, do, what, what do we do with that?
3: First of all, one of the things the Lord taught me is it's not really a setback. It's an opportunity to take more territory. And oh, he likened say it.
1: that again.
3: It's not, it feels like a setback. It looks like a setback, but it's not a setback. It's an opportunity to take more territory. Oh, it's very similar to David. Awesome. He, he saw victory with the lion. He saw victory with the mm-hmm. bear. Goliath wasn't a setback. It wasn't another battle. It was an opportunity to take to more win. territory and ultimately influence a nation. And for all your viewers, this is not only about us seeing victory in our lives, and we will. This is the key to us living in the more of God that he's given us. But this is also how we can shift the nation. We have so much power through the decisions we make when we win the battle for our mind, will, and emotions. When we choose God's will, God's word, and God's ways, according to Romans 5, that actually impacts all of creation. When Adam chose to disobey, unrighteousness entered the earth. It didn't just make him unrighteous, that entered the earth, but when Christ Jesus chose to obey, Mm -hmm. righteousness was made available to all, Romans 5, 15 through 19. Mm -hmm. So we see as those in relationship with our God, when we win the battle for our mind, will and emotions, yes, it will manifest his victory in our life, but it also releases to out all creation. We can shift our nation by choosing to win the battle for our mind, will and emotions and inhabit his victory.
1: I love that. You know, I have a treadmill. They're disgusting. <laughs> the best part is when it's over. <laughs> right. But what I do is I watch the news mm. because I can change the news. Yes. I have the authority, and you do too, That's right. to change the news. So don't let the news put you down. You change the news with mm-hmm. the Word of God, right?
3: That's right. God highlights things to us. He allows us to feel things. He allows us to think things so that we can have victory here, here, and here, and see the victory there.
1: And you give the how-to.
3: The how-to. Every single chapter has battle keys so that we wanted the book to be a mentoring book. Not only revelation, but practical ways to apply the revelation to their lives. It'll unlock the supernatural power of their mind, their will, their emotions, their words, so that they can live in the more that we've been crying out for. God's given us the more through the cross. He wants to teach us how to live in it and how to see it made manifest.
1: More is better.
3: More is better.
0: The other thing you're talking here is... Uh, seeing the supernatural become natural. Um, What do you mean by that?
3: We are supernatural beings. Our born-again spirit is constantly experiencing the reality of God. It says we're seated with Christ in heavenly places, right? So we're actually seated in the victorious Christ right now, the one who has authority overall. But we're also seated right here, aren't we? Well, it's because we're three in one, like we talked about before. But we're not three different parts in three different places. When we choose to agree with the Word of God, which is supernatural, we will actually see the supernatural made manifest easily and naturally through our life. And I know, I know we're getting short on time, so I don't have a lot of time to unpack that, but in the book, it does unpack it. I've seen more healing miracles. I've seen the raising of the dead. And when we align with his thoughts and his heart, his emotions, it actually becomes really easy to manifest the kingdom and see the supernatural made mm-hmm. natural.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. To make it easy is beautiful, because usually our thinking is it's just really hard. So get the book, call in with your prayer request, and we believe God has something special, miracles, with your name on it.
2: All of heaven is available to you right now through the finished work of the cross. But often it doesn't look or feel that way. The reason, there is a battle for our mind, will, and emotions that determines the fullness of God's presence and power that we walk in. For your gift of $40 or more, we will send you Winning the Battle for Your Mind, Will, and Emotions by Robert Hotchkin.
3: I want to see you living in the more of God that you've been crying out for.
2: In it, you will discover how and why the enemy attacks, the divine power God has placed within you, how to walk in that power, and much more. We will also send you Marilyn's autobiography, It's Not Over Until You Win, her Mindset for Miracles CD teaching set, and our Emotional Healing Scripture card. And for your gift of $100 or more, we will include the Olive Wood Anointing Oil Box. This artfully crafted box contains frankincense, myrrh, and rose of Sharon. Call or click today for this powerful resource.
1: Isn't God something else? You know, you say, well, I don't know. I want you to know. And I believe today as we get into prayer, you're going to see that God is something else and so are you. So would you lead us in prayer today?
3: I would love to. Yeah, I wanna remind each and every one of you how powerful you are in Christ. And right now I speak encouragement to your heart. I know many of you are going through challenging situations right now, but I declare over you what the Word says, that today is a day you will take courage, that you will grab hold of the hem of Jesus' garment, take courage, and see victory made manifest in your life. I release to you a great grace to lay hold of eternal truth, to stand on it, believe it, and and declare it and send it forth in Jesus' name to see victory made manifest in your life.
0: I'm gonna agree too. I'm gonna just stretch my hand out and pray for you as well. I rebuke the enemy that would come in with lies and distortion Mm. and deception, accusation, condemnation. Enemy, I command you to stop, be silent. You will not come and harass these individuals in Jesus name. Jesus came to set the captives free and where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. Mm. So in Jesus' name, you walk in complete freedom. I just want to encourage you today that when Jesus lives big in your heart, and Jesus, you've invited Jesus to come and live in your life, be your Lord and Savior, you're not designed to be the victim. You're designed to be the victor. You're not designed to walk in condemnation and accusation. You're designed to walk in genuine love, that your Father loves you deeply, very, very much.